This is 99% Invisible. I'm Roman Mars. Wow. You guys are fantastic. So if you haven't heard, we started a Kickstarter campaign five days ago to fund the fourth season of 99% Invisible. And the big deal with the fourth season is that if we got the support from you, the audience, we would produce the show weekly during the fourth season starting in February of 2014. And apparently, you really like this idea because we reached our goal, a very ambitious goal, in 92 hours. So thank you. It was something beautiful to behold. And I know for a fact that we are changing the way independent public media is made. Public media may be the last group to recognize that, but nonetheless, it is happening. So you're going to get your weekly shows, but we have 25 days left. So we're not stopping there. We are already on our way to our first stretch goal. And this is a goal that means so much to me. I am an independent producer who has rarely been a benefited staff member at a radio station or show. And I want this production to cover the healthcare premiums for all the contract workers of 99% Invisible. That includes me and Sam, and now, thanks to you, Sean Cole, and a new hire that we intend to do this year. And that even includes a healthcare stipend for our paid interns. Everybody. We are at capacity, and for right now, I don't think we can make more than the 52 weekly episodes that we promise. But we can make our little shop the best place to make exceptional radio. And I think covering healthcare is an essential step. And I hope you agree with me. There are lots of ways to change independent media, both inside and out. And taking care of our people, that is critical. So we announced this new goal on Sunday. And we're already well on our way to getting the $181,200 to meet this goal. And as I record, we're about, about $17,000 away. We are only going to make this goal if everyone pitches in at whatever level they can afford. And seriously, if that is $1, that is fun. That makes me happy. Because knowing that you cared enough to log on to Kickstarter and pledge to 99% Invisible to tell us that we're headed in the right direction, that means so much to me. I want backers, any level, every level. In fact, I want to see us get 10,000 backers for season four. And we could hit that goal today. If you, yes you, go to 99pi.org, find the Kickstarter link, and you pledge whatever you can do. Whatever you can do is enough. Thanks for everything you've done to make this show possible. We wouldn't be here without you. And now, on with the show. This is 99% Invisible. I'm Roman Mars. Look at that, it's like a, there's three houses all in a row, or like a set of stairs. I love those moments when you're walking in your neighborhood and suddenly nothing is familiar. It's like a staircase for a giant. I don't want to meet that giant. Not that you don't know where you are, but where you are, where you've always been, seems foreign somehow, in a good way. I've noticed this gym before. It's a beautiful little street. Low, boxy houses. It happened to Sean Cole, friend of the show, back in the spring. He lives in Brooklyn, up in the northern part, near Queens. You know, Gallagher, the comedian, um, talks about when you have a kid and, and you start seeing the world with new eyes. I was kind of seeing the world, my neighborhood, with new eyes. Um, Except you don't have a kid. I do not have a kid. <laughs> uh, so in my case, it was due to this artist that I was going to meet. That's why I was walking through the neighborhood. And what's his name? His name is James Gulliver Hancock. 
Uh, here we are. You told me to meet him at this cafe not far from where I live called Cookie, Cookie Road. Road. Right on time. And he goes, the old Cookie Road, though, not the new one on Manhattan Avenue. And I'm thinking, what do you know about the new one? You live in Australia. James. Uh, microphone in hand. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Good. good it's to good you. to meet you. But the thing about James Gulliver Hancock is that he, he just knows this city so intimately. He did used to live here uh, from about 2010 to 2012. And back when he lived here, and this is why I was going to meet him, back when he lived here, he started this pretty obsessive little project that ultimately culminated in a book. Yeah, so I have the book. Oh, great. And the name of the book... I have to say, I love the title. It's so earnest. Is... All the buildings in New York. All the buildings in New York... That, that I've drawn, drawn so far. far. Yeah. It's like what a six-year-old would call exactly. it. <laughs> oh, That's what I like about it. Is that what it was? Yeah, that it's naive. It implies that you're going to draw more. Sure. Well, there's, buildings. There's, I like the first part of the title the most. So he's saying he wants to draw all the buildings in New York? I think he would like to. How many buildings are there in New York? 900,000 buildings. Are there 900,000 buildings? I think so. Well, maybe just on Manhattan. Uh, it would, you would probably need to spend a lot more time here. Sure. I actually looked this up later. In the New York City Property Tax Annual Report of 2011, it said there were 1,030,202 parcels, but I think parcels also include separate condominium and rental units. And then I found myself on the website of something called Emporis, which bills itself as a global provider of building information. And the number it said was closer to 728,452. They're closer to that. Close, roughly. <laughs> in the book, there are only about 170, most of them in Manhattan. But you also draw around here in Brooklyn and in everywhere, everywhere yeah. the Queens and the yeah. Bronx and the boroughs and the places. Yeah, try to mix it up a bit. Yeah. He's hit every borough except Staten Island, though he did draw the ferry. And despite the title, these are not all the buildings in New York that he's drawn so far. The book is just a sampling of his blog of the same name. Actually, the blog is just called All the Buildings in New York. Without the that I've drawn so far. Without the that I've drawn so far, yes. Uh, Because it's ongoing, you know. There's about 500 drawings on it, something like that. Some of them are just black and white wiggly sketches. Others are these really loving colored treatments with all kinds of intricate details. Just one per page, mostly. The way a little kid draws superheroes. The Empire State, the Chrysler, all the classics. But also all these anonymous down-at-the-heels ones. Apartment houses, synagogue. Rigorously labeled with the address 53 Pitt Street, 222 West 23rd Street. Skyscraper, brownstone, massive black monolith. But even the intricate drawings are still kind of cartoony. Little squiggles and dots hovering above the roofs, as though the buildings are saying, Look out! Or... Maybe, ta-da! I mean, why exactly? Oh, right, yes, okay, so. Um, well, I've done this project in different fashions in different cities. So I'd, I've done all the rain in London and all the cars in Los Angeles. And, and all the bicycles in Berlin. But he was just passing through those cities, so he didn't dig in, like with the buildings. It's like he would parachute into a place and immediately try to find its noun. So the thing that the city was about in some way. Yeah. And, I mean, Berlin might not be about bikes for everyone, but when I was there, everyone had a bike, and there were bikes all over the place. So just focusing on one thing and getting to know that one thing about that place. So trying to record it as obsessively as possible. Um, 
but yeah, New York was definitely the buildings, and that's what I'm going to draw when I'm here. So I just started doing it, and on it went. James and his wife moved home when she got pregnant so they could raise their kid in a place with more than one blade of grass sprouting from the ground. I can't even enjoy a blade of grass unless I know there's a subway handy. The book and the blog have gotten a fair amount of buzz, a couple of big newspaper write-ups, and a lot of mentions on the blogosphere, including one that, due to a glorious typo, said James is on a mission to draw on the buildings in New York. A lot of the coverage really frames James as a kind of Don Quixote with a pen. All right. Okay, so how's it going so far with your dream of painting all the buildings in New York? Uh, it's going pretty well. This is from a segment on Good Day Sacramento. They talked to James via Skype. Now, uh, what, what is it? You, uh, I'm, this is New York. It's a tough city. There's some people yell at you like, why are you painting my building? What's going on? <laughs> uh, no, it's more that... Uh, it is New York, so people will let you do whatever you want, really, you know? It's uh, a guy drawing on the street is probably one of the most uh, normal things you see. Go back the way we came and turn right. right. There's plenty more weird things than that around. Because there's a building just on the corner that I've drawn a couple of times. And what I wanted to do with James was go to some of the buildings he'd drawn and hold up the drawing next to the building, maybe to try to see what he sees. I'm only realizing this now, but you don't ever get to do that, to sit with the artist in front of the thing that they made into a picture. Okay. There aren't a lot of Brooklyn buildings in the book, but I had my smartphone with me, so I figured we'd just call up his blog. The first drawing on his blog is in Greenpoint, actually. A little apartment complex at 587 Manhattan Avenue. It's one of the loose, shambly charcoal sketches. Looks more like an idea for a building. James uploaded that picture on May 20th, 2010. He was still brand new to the city at that point, and this was sort of his way of keeping a diary of his time here. It also had the very real pragmatic function of helping him get around town. That was one idea for the, the project, to map this place that I didn't know very well uh -huh. for myself through drawing lots of different places. I mean, was it an effort to sort of con contain... I mean, like, I live, lived here... I've only lived here two years, but right. I'm like, ah, I, you know, I can't. Yeah, it's like, where do you stop? Yeah. Yeah. You can't take it all in. Yeah. So was it a, where you're trying to, like, bring yeah. the city down to 8 by 11 size? So you yeah, could... yeah, totally. You get a much deeper understanding of the place. You don't just sit in front of the Chrysler building and the Empire State, which I've done, but you sit in front of Joe Bloggs' house on Fifth Street or wherever it is, you know, and... and in a way, those buildings then become as kind of special as the Chrysler. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, so as iconic, you know. I think like that. I've drawn that before. That grocery store with the the three stories above it, and I think just that—that's just classic. He's pointing to 97 Franklin Street. We walk past it to Greenpoint Ave. Plop down on a bench. James takes my phone and scrolls back on the blog Whoops. to another bodega across the street from where we're sitting. Well, there's uh, this one just there, the deli down the bottom. It's a similar one to the one we were talking about before. Oh. Oh, look So at that, that one's a bit different. It's a bit messy. You've really captured it. I mean, I have to say it's like... Well, it's a quirky version of it, you know? It's like, that's what I like about drawing. Like, it's not exactly... Like, I might have missed a few things, and... Like, this isn't actually that. That's a bit further over, the, the bit down the middle. The, so it's all sort of a bit... Uh, the windows down the middle, wabi -sabi, you mean? Wabi-sabi, you know? It's yeah. a bit, uh, a bit uh, organic. 
and it's almost like you've made it more appealing. what it is. Mm. Yeah, you you bring out its character a bit. Yeah. 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 I can pull up this one too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is 144 Franklin Street, an older three-level apartment building that's lavished with all kinds of intricate design frills. It's one of those places that makes you think two things. One, who decided that this building out of all of the buildings on this block should be so crazily ornate? And two, you know, they just don't build places like that anymore. Do you, do you know architectural terms? What do you call like that sort of filigree, you know, the flowers that repeat going across the frieze up top? I'm talking straight out of my bottom here. <laughs> I mean, I know the top part is like a cornice, right? Cornice. But um, that's the funny thing, because I'm doing this largely architectural project, I constantly get asked about <laughs> architecture, and I haven't trained in architecture, and I don't know the terms outside of the standard terms that everyone knows. Mm. So yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to say what those things are. I just appreciate them and draw them and show them to others. I mean, I'd never have noticed them if he hadn't drawn them or if I wasn't sitting there with him. Sitting with James, it's like the whole city is a museum. Usually, you know, buildings are too big or too cookie cutter to notice, but because he's drawing every window, every fire escape railing, he's eventually gonna hit the funny little decisions or awkwardnesses that make that building that building that nobody would notice otherwise. James used to have a studio in the old pencil factory just half a block down. The pencil factory's funny, actually. The top of it, all the way around, is appointed with these pencils. They're vertical. It's like an an incomplete crown going around the top story, just in case you forgot what they were making in there. I mean, it's like a 15, these are 15 foot long pencils. They're like pencils for a giant. That's the second time you mentioned giants. Thank you for keeping track. I've drawn a few on the roof of the building. We can get up there. Can we? Oh, I'd love to. I hope it's open, but we can try. Let's try, yeah. We duck around the corner into this warehousey looking lobby and go right up to the top floor. I love these old elevators. We jog around to this stairwell, and James stops at a window for a second to point something out to me. The weirdest thing, just under the roofs on the buildings across the street are stenciled the address numbers of those buildings. See the numbers up the top? Uh, just there, the, where it's above where it says bar. Oh, like yeah. Oh, how about that? It's really cute. You would never know. It's yeah. well, it's like, who is that for, a giant? Uh, yeah, just walking down the street. What is up with you with giants? Anyway, so... <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool up here. It's amazing up here. 360-degree view of Manhattan and Brooklyn and Queens. This is like a helipad. <laughs> it's a huge roof. And, a, and one of the iconic water towers on top that I love. So yeah, the Empire State, the Chrysler, all the classics over there. You know what's crazy? Like now that I'm looking at the skyline from up here, I mean, it it, it feels like because I spent so much time looking at your drawings, it feels like I'm looking at a drawing yeah. as Can opposed you see to reality. The, the vibrations. Yeah. The wiggly lines. I see someone's perspective. That's what I see. Sure. I see someone else's perspective. Right. I've tainted your eyes. Damn you. You're going to see everything is uh, quaint. (laughs) I never thought I'd see the city as quaint. Everything's pastel. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that's the thing about reading someone's 
diary, which kind of what this is, I guess. It's you have a different view on the world afterwards. Get inside someone's head, see their personal perspective. It just doesn't happen to be in words this time, it's in pictures. You know, I picked up the book again the other day and just leafing through it for a minute and then walking outside to the street and looking up at the buildings I look up at all the time and kind of hate. Now, I don't know how else to say this. It's like they seemed fun all of a sudden and kind of carefully. It's like now they were these carefully made objects. I mean, you know that when you see the care that someone put into something and the genius of everyday decisions, I think it makes you almost pathologically optimistic. Somebody put care into this. The world is better because of it. And I think that that kind of optimism feeds James. I mean, I it's funny that you say that because like I've been wondering like why is he such a happy person? But I think that's why. Yeah. Though I will say that um, he had a pessimistic little moment there on the roof because of course he's not just looking at the city. He's looking at the impossible job he's carved out for himself. It makes me anxious that I can't do it all. You know, you look here at this amazing view and there's like that one, look at that, the seaplane's taking off. That's amazing. Um, but that one over there, <clears throat> the sort of uh, Rosemary's Baby, Ghostbusters style on the on the, the brown with the the creamy brickwork up the top, decorative with oh, the, yeah. the, the green copper roofing. Uh. I don't know what that is. I've never been there, but it makes me anxious that I might not get there. I want to do it. I want to draw that one. Makes you anxious. Why exactly? Because I want to spend time drawing all of the different buildings. I mean, you, especially when I'm crossing a bridge, it's you see the the lie of the land, and you, you remember the name of the project, and you want to <laughs> you want to do it. You know, You're the nine year old in me wants to just let's do this. <laughs> but what would it mean if you don't get to all of them, or don't get to the ones that you want to do? I don't know, die an unhappy death. <laughs> I don't know, do I force my son to start drawing them? There you go. You could Carry could, on the legacy? Yeah, it'll be a legacy. Yeah. It'll be generations and generations of Hancocks. He's probably going to be an accountant, though. Why do you say that? He's one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is or he is already his, doing maths? His mum's a performer and his dad's a drawer. I don't oh, know. I see. So he's going to rebel. Yeah. Well, you know, he may be a politician. Maybe. He can do whatever he wants. That's a good dad. Sure. I love being a dad. It's great. Do you? Yeah. I've thought about it. I've only thought about it. Yeah, don't think too hard. Invisible was produced this week by Sean Cole, our own Sean Cole, Sam Greenspan, and me, Roman Mars. And we have a new intern. Her name is Avery Truffleman. We are a project of 91.7 Local Public Radio KALW in San Francisco and the American Institute of Architects in San Francisco. Support for 99% Invisible comes from you, the listeners. And Tiny Letter, email for people with something to say. My boys, Maslow and Carper, always have something to say. This week, they're going to stay on message. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you.
tinyletter.com. It's free, easy, minimal, and powerful. The simplest way to send an email newsletter. From the great people behind MailChimp. We are distributed by PRX, the public radio exchange, making public radio more public and more awesome. Find out more at prx.org. You can find the show and like the show on Facebook. I tweet at Roman Mars, but right now, you go to 99pi.org and you can look at amazing pictures of all the buildings in New York I've drawn so far. Hey, you know what you could also do? You can click a link to Kickstarter and pledge to this campaign. Seriously, one buck, five bucks, it doesn't matter. We got t-shirts, we got posters, we got amazing things, different ways you can show your support for the show. But to me, whatever you do, that is exactly enough. Whatever you want is exactly enough. Support 99% Invisible on Kickstarter right now. Thanks. Why are you painting my building? What's going on? The band you're listening to right here is called Moonanite. They're on the Utah-based label Hell Audio for electronic and experimental music. Find out more at hellaudio, H-E-L, audio.org. That's one L.